0: Hey there, guys and gals, Hepcats, Cool Kittens, friends and foes. Welcome to Back of the Cereal Box. I am your host, the prophet of pop culture, John Pika. And on this week's episode, we're going to be talking about aliens, cryptids, movies that you didn't know were Christmas movies, and much, much more. And we're going to do that right now. <laughs> Right, guys and gals, please welcome to the show, beautiful co-host, Aubrey Brewer. How you doing, Aubrey? I'm good. <laughs> and we've got Dee in the studio, but she has no devices connected. So I don't know what that means. I can't bring you on, D until you have a mic and a camera connected. So sorry. She's thinking, God, it's eight o'clock. <laughs> But you know what? I'm up at 5 a.m. every day. So, you know, sleeping until 7 is like a dream. Speaking of a dream, it is my pleasure to welcome a guest co host, my psychic twin. We are born within a few days of each other. My favorite pinup cosplayer, the one, the only, the legendary, the mythical DeL Memphis. And there she is. Hey, how are you? Please I'm, bear with me. I'm kind of
1: this morning.
0: <laughs> you you've been uh, singing too much with the murdering crows.
1: Yeah, you know what? Possibly so. We're in the studio right now recording. So yeah.
0: That's fantastic. So before we do anything, ladies, I've got to pour myself a bowl of cinnamon life cereal. Hey, do you guys remember when? Well, you do, Dell. Um, Aubrey, not so much. She's still just a baby. But do you remember when we were kids? Ah, there she is. D barty is making it at eight o'clock after all. <clears throat> Welcome, D. Good morning. Hi. Look, you it's look
1: here.
0: Yeah, but you look yeah. all fresh and wide-eyed and bushy-tailed. You got the the braids going. You're looking like Heidi on the mountain. It's fantastic. <laughs> Welcome. So, Life Cereal. Dell. you'll remember this. When we were kids, we didn't have iPhones or iPads. The back of the cereal box was our entertainment in the morning when we were, uh, you know, when the cartoons were over or when we were waiting for something to start, we were reading what was on the back of the cereal box. And most cereal boxes today don't have much of anything interesting on them, but Cinnamon Life has Mad Libs. Do you guys remember Mad Libs? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Aubrey, have you ever played Mad Libs? Uh,
2: I think so. Yeah. Uh, I remember there being cool stuff on my cereal boxes, but definitely not anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, for example, grab your... Give me a noun. Grab your noun. Puppy. Puppy. More puppy. <laughs> Oh, come on, pen. Puppy. I, oh, no wonder. Puppy. The, the, the pen actually has to be out. Okay. Yeah, and, a, and hop in the noun shower. Okay, shower. We're off to explore a noun haunted house. Haunted house. And get ready to verb. Run. Run. And verb. Scream. Scream. Maybe we will get to see an adjective.
1: Spooky. And you have to say it just like that. Spooky.
0: spooky. And a noun. A spooky Cat. what? Cat. Okay.
2: Yeah, I was never good at that game.
0: <laughs> or even, or even some adjective. Termites. No adjective.
1: Oh, I'm sorry, adjective. I miss, uh, I misheard that.
0: Um, giant. Giant termites is it? Here we go. Yeah. All right.
1: <laughs> it is a spooky house.
0: Nothing. Right. Nothing beat uh, uh, an adjective. One last adjective. Blue. Blue? Yeah. All right. All right. So we've got grab your puppy and hop in the shower. We're off to explore a haunted house, and we can't be late. Get ready to run and scream along the way. Maybe we will get to see a spooky cat or even some giant termites. That would be horrifying.
2: Sounds like my shower. <laughs> Eating giant. <laughs>
0: <Come on. That's laughs> just kidding. <laughs> nothing, nothing beats a blue family road trip adventure.
1: Oh, I'm going to those. That's just called depression. That's not <laughs>
0: depression. Well, I am going to uh, munch on some cinnamon life cereal. You guys remember Mikey likes it. He likes it. Well, this is the cinnamon, which I love. And, D'El De- Memphis, you've got what I would expect. <laughs> you have? Count Chaka.
1: Every year at Halloween I buy probably three or four boxes just to have on hand because I know I'm never going to see it for like the next year or I'm not going to see it for like the next year but there's always the good possibility you will never see you it. You know
3: they come out with the, the blue one and the pink one around mm-hmm. Halloween too so I always buy mm-hmm. those two. I can't remember what they're called but I mm-hmm. love those as a kid
0: blueberry and frankenberry
1: there you, there you go. go that's it, it they had a uh, um fruit Root this year mm.
0: yeah
1: i'm like calling back my age aren't i
0: <laughs> i haven't seen that since i was a kid mm-hmm. and and the, there was another one funny mummies yes is that what it's called yeah i'm sorry yeah
1: yummy mummy uh-
0: Yummy I, mummy, That's Yummy it.
1: mummy. I'm like, I'm, not, I'm having to close my eyes and try to visualize. Me on the breakfast table.
0: So, for those of you watching, and we've already got some comments, here's how this works. While we're munching on cereal, we are going to be talking about uh, cool stuff that we have discovered this week or seen or heard or found. Um, and Eli Cash says, so we're talking about Batman Returns. Hey Eli, no spoilers. Um, he also says, "Stay away from the blue family." That's pretty funny. <laughs> so, you guys can comment. Let us know what you're eating, and uh, that's how we do the show. We it's just a conversation. And the L is joining us for the first time, and so Dell, I want you to tell everyone all the things about you. Oh my god.
1: First of all, and this is not me being rude, it's DL, like just the letters D and L. So
0: that's how, Ooh.
1: yeah, I know a lot of people I get called everything from DL to uh, Dale
0: to. I've been calling you DL for 10 years. Yeah, I know. And you've never corrected me. I'm sorry. And so you wait until we're worldwide to yeah. do it. Because i mean
1: that way. Isn't that, aren't we supposed to be evil, ladies? Come on now. You yeah. and I
0: are psychic twins. Now, DL is born just a few days after me. We we share a birthday month.
1: We do. We yeah. do. Um, and, and happy birthday, by the way. The latest. Thank you. All right. So, as you mentioned, um, I am a singer in a local Memphis band here. Um, I have been working with the Murdering Crows for. Probably about three years. We're in the studio. This is um, our first album of, or full album, because, you know, that's how we do it when we're a little bit older. We like full albums, not individual songs. Yeah. But um, it's our first album, and it's predominantly original material, and a couple of covers on there. So look for that probably early, uh, I'm just going to say early 2021.
0: I am super excited about that. I um, fell in love with the Murdering Crows the minute I first heard you, uh, about a year ago, I think it was, when you guys started putting uh, videos up, and I was just blown away. Now, D.L. and I know each other uh, for years and years, and I actually call her usually by her given name. Yeah. um, So when we see each other at, at conventions and whatnot, she's always... Sporting an amazing cosplay that she is doing, um, you know, a a favorite. Usually she's DC character, isn't it? Uh, I don't think I've ever seen you in a Marvel character. No, I I
1: have one Marvel character, but it's a a little more obscure, so I don't use her that often. But I lean more, I'm a DC girl, I grew up with Wonder Woman and Catwoman, and you know, that whole. Yeah, those were the ladies that I looked up to and idolized and outside of of course, people like Elvira and Morticia and Vampira, But those were the, the comic book heroes that I idolized. So wonder woman has been in my rotation, but um, one of my closest friends is a, an incredible, incredible wonder woman. So I decided got
0: the guns.
1: Oh, she does. That girl can flex, but yeah. um yeah. So at that point, I decided, you know what, I'm I'm going to transition into Hippolyta. So I've been cosplaying Queen Hippolyta now for a couple of years. Um, actually, she got that for me. She and her husband helped me get that cosplay together, and um, just so we would match. So we're kind of like a little paired set when we cosplay together. But uh, my go-to now is actually Bellatrix Lestrange.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though, when when D.L. walks onto the convention floor in her cosplay, everyone stops and goes, who is that?
1: <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say that.
0: <laughs> no, wait, listen, you and I have this imposter syndrome going on. You are far too modest. You are spectacular, and everybody knows it. So claim it, girl.
1: I, I'm I'm just having fun and living my best life, so and then the final thing i guess about me um just uh, i work with a photography group um, or a photography company um me and the mr run it and it's called toy robot visual arts and hopefully we should be getting to some cons pretty soon in the meantime though we've been doing some original videos so um, there is a um, short film up on the youtube page and it's called gumballs and i would recommend highly to check it out the guitar is for the Murdering Crows actually did
0: the soundtrack. So here's what we're going to do. You were supposed to send me logos. I didn't. I I didn't get them. I never got them. Oh, wait. Now I see them. All right. So it's okay. Maybe I can figure out how to transfer them over to the uh, computer before the show is over. But we are for sure going to put all of the uh, information, all of the YouTube links, all of the. uh, the Instagram, all of the links to DL's work in the show notes, so that you can all connect with her. Is there like one central uh, website? Um,
1: actually, from my Facebook page or my Instagram page, I have a Linktree account where you can find everything.
0: What 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 is your Instagram? I know, but um, I don't remember how to type it.
1: DL Memphis. D-E-L-L-E-M-E-M-P-H-I-S.
0: That's it. DL Memphis on Instagram. So right now, you can go check her out, but um, don't leave the show because we got some exciting stuff. So uh, I'm going to put that right there. There it is. Instagram. Oh, I misspelled Instagram.
1: <laughs> I'm not oh. laughing. I feel I'm laughing with you.
0: <laughs> Ew, Instagram, Instra, How do you do that Instagram I, I don't know about this newfangled Technology stuff
1: You have to get on the
0: interwebs
1: If you don't get on the interwebs You can't get to the face to face or the Instagrams <laughs> So there know. it is
0: Check out all the cool stuff that DL is into And that'll be great So looking at my notes Ladies Let's see. Um, Before we get too far, um, I want to remind everyone, we got to support the show. So I've got a ticker running along the bottom. Help us make this show better. And because of our contributions from viewers last week, I was able to buy a new lighting rig for my studio. And so if enough people contribute, uh, D, I'm going to send you a ring light and aubrey i'm going to send you a ring light and dl i can tell that you've got great studio lighting already you used to do an awesome um, an awesome uh, youtube series called digging deeper with dl
1: yes yes
0: but but you're not doing that anymore
1: you know Honestly, I kind of had to take a little bit of a break from it. Um, just everything else in the in my life kind of caught up with me because you know in addition to <laughs> photography, doing cons cosplay, music, trying to maintain the um, web show, I, I do have a real job somewhere in the mix of that <laughs> so but yeah um, we started a few more. Um, we've got one up new that was back in October. And I'm getting ready to start a series of, uh, basically, I have a home haunt, um, and it's very low-key at the moment, so I'm trying to kind of upgrade that. And so my Digging Deeper is going to be dedicated more to uh, creating Carry On Manor, and uh, um,
0: so I'll be doing some... So are you creating a haunted house? Are you opening um, an attraction? I'm not
1: necessarily creating a haunted house um, this year. I really got into watching a lot of um, YouTube videos that, and, and YouTubers that were doing haunted attractions in their front yard, but they, but they're not like over the top go through them. It's like, we have a haunted cove very close to our house where people come through and walk through, but it's basically like Christmas lights, just creepier type things. So okay. yeah. Yeah. And, um, so my first project that I'm working on, I'm actually building, everybody's going to call it a witch's cauldron, but I'm going to call it for what it is. I'm building a Palo uh, Naganga. And um, so and there will be a little bit of true crime mixed in with it too, hopefully. So you
0: might want well, to that, that is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. So the reason I brought up Digging Deeper is because you did some product reviews. And this is the time in our show where we share cool loot that we discovered or captured, dug up during the past week. And of course, uh, DL, it's not just your birthday month. It's not just my birthday month. It's Dee Barty's birthday month. Happy birthday, Dee. Her hey. birthday is on the day, oh. December 25th. Oh,
2: okay. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting that.
0: Yeah. So, we we uh, talked about it last too. week. It's
2: okay. We just talked about it last week, though. <laughs> get, get your birthday Sorry.
0: <laughs> so, we yeah. celebrate birthdays all month long. At least I celebrate my birthday all December long. And so, I got some birthday gifts. Again, I had a huge haul last week. This one's small. I finally picked up the King of Tokyo Power Up Pack. You remember King of Tokyo, D? No. <laughs> we did it. We, we did a we did a game review of this. Oh, well, I saw
3: the video, but I don't remember. <laughs> but,
0: so so I reclaimed that Roll and Go video game show or game show video and rebranded it for us, and I reposted it on the back of the cereal box channel. It's over already over two thousand and two hundred views since Monday. Wow, it's pretty epic. But but this is the power up, and you get to play as the. Uh, the Panda Bear. Watch the video, no, D. You'll remember it. Um, then I also got a gift for myself. I got the core game of Unmatched, the Battle of Legends. You guys remember I showed you Robin Hood versus Bigfoot. Well, this is Sinbad versus Alice in Wonderland, versus King Arthur, versus Medusa.
1: My money's it, on Medusa every
0: time. <laughs> yeah, and, and and it is a, a super cool battle game that is uh, a lot of fun and uh, getting great reviews. But here was the Coupe de grass this week. I discovered the Mohawk... Storm figure from Marvel Legends. Now, this gets shipped one per carton, and a carton has 40 sets. So out of 40, one gets shipped, and I got it. Do you know what that means, D. Barty? What? One out. No. (laughs) She will be on display eventually. But that means that that figure is incredibly rare, and it will be worth a mint. So, DL, you you had some treasures that you dug up this week.
1: I did. Um, Okay, so first of all, with it being my birthday month, I wanted to share these, because first of all, I am a huge Game of Thrones fan, and when you can find, can you see them? These are Ooh, the dragon dragons. earrings. Yeah. These are paper dragon earrings that uh, was sent to me. These are actually made by uh, they're handmade by a company called cricket Creek creations. So I have that. Um, I think you heard me mention Bellatrix. So I'm basically out in a warehouse liquidation store for like, uh, well, liquidations, and I'm digging through, and first of all, I'm going to tell you, I love Bellatrix, and she is hard to find in any format at all. So I ran across this Wizarding World, Bellatrix Strange, and um, I have looked at this one before, and I've wanted it. But the even better thing about it is, that was four bucks. $4. Did, you get,
0: did you get that at Ollie's?
1: No, I did not.
0: Did oh. they get that at Ollie's? Oh my well, have you been to Ollie's? Yes. Ollie's is it? a magical place. Aubrey, <laughs> do you go to Ollie's?
2: I've heard of Ollie's, but I don't think I've been there.
0: There's well, there's you're in between two of them. There's one in Rivergate and one in Gallatin. Go.
2: I was about to say, yeah, there's probably one in Gallatin, because I I believe I've passed it at least once or twice.
0: Now, D Bartini or Aubrey, have either of you uh, discovered any treasures this week that you want to share with our viewing audience?
3: No. I have no. One.
2: I don't get out I'm much. I'm boring. <laughs> yeah. I have one more. Oh, glad. Saying, yes. Yeah, she can take our place.
1: Okay. <laughs> so if you know me, you know that I love vintage and I love to go estate sale shopping. And yesterday, stumbled across an incredible one here in Memphis and one of the things that really caught our attention was the giant Star Wars collection. Yeah. So I have the original oh. yeah, 1978 Tide Fighter. Lovely. Um mm-hmm. you know this was the first run on the the toy release. So I mean this was before they um became gray and black to kind of match. Mm -hmm. So this is the original, uh, it's supposed to be white, maybe a little dingy yellow, but um,
0: it's a restoration project.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a restoration project for um, me and the mister, and so we're going to have to kind of clean it up a little bit and get some decals for it, and um, the electronics need a little TLC, and we'll see. So I'll be playing with this.
0: That's fantastic. I know
1: a lot of people that would want that.
0: Yeah, so we're going to talk a little Star Wars later on. Not a whole lot because uh, we did an emergency podcast last night with me and Lucas Leverett talking about all the deep uh, Disney Plus news, but we'll touch on it a little bit later. But before we do that, we've got to acknowledge one of our sponsors, the League of Impossibilists. Yeah, I don't, that was epic. Uh, find out more about the Impossibleists at com or patreon.com slash impossibleists. That is awesome. Well, thank you. You're welcome. It's, uh, you know, original characters that uh, started with my book series, Tales of the Decoverse, and it's just kind of evolved into its own thing. And, um, a lot of folks have joined along the way, and uh, it's been a lot of fun, a very fun project. All right, so we got to talk. Both DL and I are big into cryptozoology, cryptids, and paranormal, and, um, oh, speaking of the paranormal, <laughs> is there a ghost in the room? A shadow just came across you, DL. Yeah,
1: probably. <laughs> My house is <has laughs> halted.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was really weird because as soon as I said ghosts and paranormal, it you got covered in a shadow.
1: Yeah, if you call them, they'll come.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, we're not going to talk about uh, uh, one of the articles that caught my attention this week. And I sent it to everyone. Did you guys read it? Yes. yes. Aubrey, did you read the article?
2: Wait, which article?
0: That's a no. Uh, Martin. <laughs> I didn't
2: get an article.
0: Yes, you did. It's in the show notes that I sent you. There's a link. Oh, I just went
2: over to
0: this morning. Sorry. Okay. So, Chaim Eshed, who who was a high-ranking security officer in the Israeli government, has come out this week. Now, he's 87 years old. So, you know. Consider this, he's at the end of his life and he's wanting to, you know, share all his secrets. He has uh said in an interview that aliens are absolutely real and that they have been secretly in contact with the American government and the Israeli government for decades, and that we are even um running an underground Mars base. Oh, that would shock me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now he says the only reason that this has not been out in the open or public is because humanity needs to evolve,
1: well, and that.
0: Go ahead, DL. Toilet paper
1: shortage. We saw how people freaked out. You know, <laughs> aliens. Well, we'd lose our minds. I mean, because
0: yeah. Well, I mean, what do you guys think? Do you think that that we are working with aliens? Do you think they're in our government? I, you know I don't what, know.
2: I don't think they're in our government, but I definitely know we have a lot more access than you know they let on. Obviously, and uh, the Mars thing, the Mars base—I definitely would. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised about that.
1: You know what? I, I, I'm going to call a few red flags on that article. First of all, um, is it just me or does Galactic Federation sound just a wee bit sci-fi?
0: Okay. So that was the only thing that, for me, raised a flag um, when he said that Donald Trump would be open about it, except that the Galactic Federation won't let him. And that did sound a little Star Trek to me.
2: Didn't um, Trump say he was going to start a Space Force?
0: Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in development now. It's a new <laughs> branch of the military. Space yeah. Force! Have you guys seen the Netflix series, Space Force? Space Force? It's brilliant. You should watch it.
2: My parents are watching it.
0: It's hysterical.
2: I
1: Steve, will probably be watching it again.
0: Steve Carell and John Malkovich.
1: All right. That's already got my attention. So yeah.
0: Yeah. I love yeah. John Malkovich. What, what do you think, D. Barty? Have you seen aliens? Have you seen UFOs? You live out in know. the country. There's a lot of stuff in the sky. You've never seen anything weird in the sky? No. Do you look up when look, you go okay,
3: outside? Okay, yeah. Well, of course I do. I love the stars. I love space. I love all of that. It's very, very intriguing to me. And I feel like there's a lot of planets out there, and there's like no way that we're the only one that has life on one planet. But as far as like creepy aliens and secret government, whatever, I I don't know. It had. I, I mean,
2: honestly, I don't really care.
0: So, you what like, I was about
2: to say, you, you're like, I don't care. I, so
3: I mean,
0: you don't believe that the truth is out there.
3: <laughs> That's funny. Well, even if it is, you know, I probably don't want to know about it, so <laughs> just don't come to my house. Fair enough, <laughs> yeah, stay over there. <laughs>
1: you have another point to make on this. Didn't he plug a book, too,
0: at the same time? Yes, yes, yes. He has a a brand new book. That sounds super sketch. Everybody has a brand new book. Everybody does. I've got a brand new book coming out. Um, Anyway, I just thought it was interesting. I love uh, stories about UFOs. I I watch Ancient Aliens on uh, Netflix and Hulu or whatever it's on, History Channel. But... uh, when, when D.L. and I were talking this week, and she's a big cryptid fan, oh, uh, so cryptozoology, for those of you who are watching, is the study of undiscovered uh, species. So in our... I love here, that. Bigfoot, Chupacabra, Loch Ness Monster... Um, Mothman, all of that stuff, and I—I uh, I believe I, I'm a big Bigfoot fan. I have a brother who was a Navy SEAL who came face to face with a Bigfoot at Mount Rainier State Park in Washington uh, in Washington State. But uh, D, are you into cryptozoology?
3: I mean, somewhat.
0: What's your favorite? What, what like raising so, your like- eyebrows.
3: Um. Probably it would either be like Bigfoot or Loch Ness. I mean, just because, like, I don't know. I kind of think that they're a thing.
0: Well, you know, I do too. And
3: Mothman. I don't want to know anything about it because it scares the crap out of me. So (laughs) what I do know about it, and
2: I'm like, I don't want it. I don't want it. (laughs) I watched the movie on that. Yeah. No. Mm -mm. Nope.
0: Well, well, all he did was take down a bridge in Virginia.
1: Come on. Yeah, I Just know. Me.
0: <laughs> and and DL, you you did the the Nessie. You're yeah. a Nessie yeah. And Kirby fan. Yeah, that,
1: that's a, it, I wish it was in water because you know that's but that, that's what that is that somebody's arm floating in water. That's all that is. But Do you think so? No, I don't, Loch Ness is probably Loch Ness has always been my favorite because it's the original one that I discovered that got me interested and. In, Honestly, um, there's so many lake and sea creatures. A lot. I mean, we have several here in the U.S. Like Champ and Bessie, and um, and just the, the thought that they could be like a plesiosaurus or something like that. Did I say that correctly? Plesiosaurus. plesiosaurus. But you know, the concept that you know this creature may have
0: existed and may just still be there. Well, you know, I was uh, I was reading the other day that. Ninety-five percent of our oceans and bodies of water are still unexplored. Yes, we've we've only explored five percent of the ocean. So that's why they say there could be alien bases. There could be, uh, you know, plesiosaurs in the ocean or in these lakes. And Loch Ness, in particular, is almost impossible to explore. Oh, what? If, what, what about you, Aubrey? Oh, go ahead, Dia.
1: And if you know anything about, like, raising fish or sea animals, um, my, my cousin had an Oscar fish. And Oscars will grow to fit the aquarium or the tank that they're in. So this fish that was supposed to probably be about, like, this big was like this. I mean, it was enormous. It was the biggest one I've ever laid my eyes on. So I, mean, I believe it could happen.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Aubrey? Where do you weigh in on cryptozoology and cryptids?
2: I don't think I know too many of them. I I, I know about (laughs) the Loch Ness Monster story and uh, I've heard of the Bigfoot stuff, but I don't think I know too many other ones.
0: Well, Bigfoot fascinates me because that's the only cryptid legend that I'm aware of that exists on every continent. Every country has their own version of Sasquatch, or the swamp ape, or the uh, 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 what, what do they call it in Borneo? Orango peng, pengu, Orango pengu. Um, so, I, and look, anyone who's been lived around the forest, D, you know this because you guys have deer around your house. You see those deer out in the field, and they get spooked, and they jump into the tree line, and they're gone. You can't see them, like, a foot in. They're impossible to spot. And so I think something that has an even higher level of intelligence that doesn't want to be seen ain't going to be seen.
2: No, I That's agree. just me. I mean, having a higher intelligence than a deer I don't think says much, though. <laughs> it could have average intelligence.
0: <laughs> well, I... Uh, <clears throat> I, uh, I'm i freaked out by the uh, chupacabra. When I first heard about the chupacabra.
2: Oh, yeah, I heard that one, too.
0: I was looking what in is that? shadows. Oh, look. it's a, it's Do a, I want to know? It's a monkey-eyed demon that uh, oh, cuts open goats and cattle and eats the <laughs> entrails out. Sucks their blood out. They call them the goat sucker. <laughs> Every
1: time somebody says goats, I'm going to buy it.
0: All right, let's talk movies. So next weekend, next Saturday, is going to be our Christmas episode. We're going to go all out with the holiday cheer in whatever way that you do it. Um, And we will be talking about our top five favorite Christmas movies next week. But this week, I thought it would be fun in preparation to talk about movies that you didn't know were Christmas movies. And I'm going to start with this one. And if you guys have stuff to add, throw in a movie that I might not have picked. But the first one is the Tim Burton classic. No, not Nightmare Before Christmas. No, not The Corpse Bride, but Batman Returns. Everyone's like, huh? (laughs) Batman Returns takes place during Christmas... And, the entire, and you can see in the background the Christmas presents uh, under the big Gotham Christmas tree. And the entire conflict revolves around the murder of the Gotham snow angel, who is the, the model, Rockette-style model, who has to light the Christmas tree. And the penguin kills her. And that starts off the entire conflict. So Batman Returns is a Christmas movie.
2: So we have to save are- our suggestions for next week.
0: No, if you've if you've got a movie that you think is a Christmas movie that most people don't think is a Christmas movie, tell me what you think it is. I it thought might-
2: you were going to say it first, but I was going to say that um, Die Hard.
0: Dun dun dun! You read the notes.
2: Oh, is that why? <laughs> That you know, <laughs> was crazy. on the notes. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Aubrey.
0: <laughs> you know I go to great lengths
3: to create a
0: structure for this show.
2: We just read it off. <laughs> we don't read notes. And <laughs> hey, I I I did read them. It's just that I totally forgot that you brought that up in there. But when you said a Christmas movie that most people don't think is a Christmas movie—that was the first one that came to mind. I guess because that's been one that people have brought up lately as being a supposed Christmas movie.
0: Well, the director has even said it is 100% a Christmas movie.
2: Oh, okay.
3: Okay. So, explain this to me, please. I've heard it this takes, for years, and I it don't takes understand. Place
0: it takes place on Christmas Eve. And and John, what's his name, is trying to get home to his family for Christmas. Go ahead, DeL.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to... First of all, if Christmas is the setting, the time frame, or the background, it doesn't necessarily make it a Christmas movie. Shouldn't a Christmas movie basically follow the guidelines of, let's say, A Christmas Carol? it's in a redemption story in which somebody discovers the true meaning of Christmas or that's Christmas. That's a Christmas movie. not Something that's placed around. And I love die hard and I really love uh, Batman returns, but
0: well, if we're using that as the criteria, then I think you will probably agree with the next one. And I'm willing to bet DL that this is one of your favorite movies. Edward Scissorhands. I do
1: love Edward Scissorhands. And this
0: is a redemption story. It is. It's a coming of age and a redemption story.
1: It's about a gift too. So
0: yeah, and um, takes place at Christmas. Um, all of the uh, Edward becomes, you know, Edward like becomes his own. Well, no, he's left on his own on Christmas Day. Um, when uh, his maker tries to give him hands as a Christmas gift um, and has a heart attack before he can attach them. It's tragic. And um, Edward discovers what it's like to really be human and uh, to find love, and um, it ends in a bittersweet way. Now, Aubrey, D. Barty, have you guys seen Edward Scissorhands?
2: Oh, my gosh, yes. I love that movie. I'm embarrassed to say, but I... I- Only seen parts of it. Well, that (gasps) I know
0: that final scene, (laughs) sacrifice that final scene with the ice sculpture and Winona Ryder. Recall and listen, listen. when When I saw this movie, I fell in love with Winona Ryder, she became my crush. Any other thoughts on? Edward Hands. What do you think, DL? Is it a Christmas movie?
1: I, uh, you know, I'll let that one slide through just because there is the redemption story, and you know, honestly, uh, Vincent Price was in that movie, and I can't say anything bad ever about Vincent Price. So yeah, we'll we'll call that one Christmas.
0: Okay. Okay. That.
3: Well, okay. So that's not one that I would be like, hey, let's sit down and watch Christmas movies because it it's not that ooey gooey feel good.
0: That's our list for next week, D. Okay, so we'll create those <laughs> lists our, our top five each. Um, all right, this one may or may not shock you. Gremlins, there's little Mogwai Gizmo with his Santa hat on,
2: he looks like a Furby. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Furby was based off of the Mogwai in Gremlins. Ah, oh,
2: okay.
0: So, have you not seen Gremlins, Aubrey? I know.
2: I it know. Didn't
1: have the Netflix binge, girl. Come on now. Yeah. Is yeah, it on
0: it, Netflix? It is. It is. Yes. And, and it is such a fun movie. And you know what? I recently watched it again with my son. And I had forgotten how terrifying this movie really is.
3: (laughs) Yeah, my kids left halfway through. They're like, we're not watching
0: this. (laughs) So what happens, Aubrey? I mean, this isn't a big spoiler. But um, the, the, the cute little gremlins, if you feed them after midnight, they turn into horrible green goblins.
2: I think I remember hearing that about it. Okay.
0: And on Christmas Eve night... They are set loose on the city and just completely wreak havoc on that little town. DL, you look like you have something to say about Gremlins.
1: No, I like Gremlins. Still
0: don't think it's a Christmas movie, but go ahead. Um, All right. So this one I don't think is a quote-unquote Christmas movie, but it's always shown on TV at Christmas – and it has been since the inception. I think, and what
2: it, I think I know what it is.
0: What put it on this list is the fact that the characters appear in the classic Christmas movie, A Christmas Story,
2: mm-hmm. and that
0: is the Wizard of Oz.
2: Oh, that one! I did okay. I was about I to say. A, I was going to say A Christmas Story because that one is always shown on Christmas. But I mean, it is a Christmas movie.
0: Yeah. That's my number one favorite Christmas movie, A Christmas Story. But How in the heck
3: is Wizard of Oz a Christmas movie? No way. Thank you. Somebody tell me. I didn't see it at all. No way. Do they even reference Christmas in this movie? No.
0: No. Uh, But it's always shown during the Christmas season. And historically, CBS has aired it on uh, either Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. And it all is part of the tradition of the movie. When it first was aired on television, it was aired on Christmas Day. And that has just become the tradition. And so The Wizard of Oz has become associated with the Christmas season. Just like The Sound of Music. They should air it on
2: Halloween. That witch is scary. Yeah, Yeah. I would think it would match more that holiday than it would Christmas.
0: Well, modern, modern Halloween... Uh, did not really come into vogue until the 60s, the way we know it. Um, before that, it was kind of an obscure holiday that wasn't widely celebrated. Um, but Christmas was. So Christmas was like the time to release stuff to, it still is. If you want a movie to be an Academy Award nominee, you got to release it before Christmas. and um, next Friday, as a matter of fact, Monster Hunter with uh, uh, Mila Jovovich is coming out. We'll talk about that next week, but um, Christmas is a great time to be a movie fan. So Wizard of Oz, yay or nay?
1: No, absolutely not. Um, I'm I'm, I'm kind of torn. It's not a Christmas movie in the sense of it's a movie about Christmas. It's a movie about the concept and, But I love the tradition, and I love the fact that it is aired during that time, so i got to kind of, although it's not a Christmas movie, it is a Christmas tradition to watch it. How about that?
2: I had no idea. I had no idea. I always watch it around Halloween. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed it came on during Christmas. I guess I just never noticed it.
0: It never registered. It was just like, oh, Wizard of Oz is on, but you never connected that, oh, it's Christmas time.
1: Right. you don't see the whole, you know, special rotating, it's like there's a CBS special coming on and we're gonna watch um
0: Yeah, we've lost that a little bit.
1: And I miss that. And I think that kind of helped promote what was special that we were supposed to be paying attention to during Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas.
0: Well, you know, we've lost what we call appointment TV. Uh, you know, Aubrey, when I was a kid. There were 3 channels and maybe a fourth local one and if you could pick it up on clear days a PBS channel. That was it. That was our dial. Five choices. And they didn't they you, you didn't have on demand. So if you missed it, you missed it for a full year. You didn't get to see something again until it came around in reruns. And um, we don't have that anymore. You can watch whatever you want, whenever you want to watch it. And uh, that kind of segues to our next topic. Um, Last week, Warner Brothers announced that they're going to release all of their theatrical releases simultaneously with the theatrical releases on HBO Max. So you'll be able to watch them on HBO Max as a subscriber or go to the theater and watch them. And people are livid. But the thing is, we we don't know where we're going to be in 2021 with uh, returning to normal, quote unquote. A lot of movie theaters are still shutting down. AMC is on the brink of uh, vanishing, and and Warner Brothers has to find a way to distribute this product. And if it can't be in the theaters, they got to bring it to you at home. And um, you know they got to make their money back, and that's what that's all about. Me, personally, I'd rather see it in the theater. But what about you guys? Are you guys at-home viewers or theater viewers, movie viewers?
2: It depends on the movie. If it's, like, one I really wanted to see, like Wonder Woman, for instance, I would have went and saw that in theaters, yeah.
0: <laughs> what about you, d <laughs>
3: I'm laughing because I I can't even watch a movie. <laughs> Too many kids.
0: <laughs> five kids. Five. Yeah. I didn't That's realize
2: it was five. Yeah. Now r- I r- understand why eight o'clock is a rough time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I do. Well, have, I prefer to go to a theater. And we have, I have some close friends that have actually been renting theater space. I didn't yes. realize this was a thing but they've been renting theater space and hosting small gatherings because you can definitely social distance and you get the movie theater experience. And of course we've been watching, um, I think that we uh, they were, uh, Indiana Jones was one of the ones that did um, your, uh, not your, your Christmas Vacation. Um, so we've been kind of going in and having that experience, but yeah, I miss that.
0: Well, <laughs> so. this season uh, we did, a drive-in movie theater for the first time since I was a kid and I loved that experience that was fantastic if you've not been to a drive-in movie theater really it is a lot of fun
2: I went and watched uh, Batman in a drive-in movie theater when I was little that that was the last time I went, ever went to actually probably the only time I ever went to a drive-in movie theater
0: well we've got I've two never been. great ones
1: Memphis has an incredible one, um, the summer drive-in, mm-hmm. and there is a local. Uh, there's a local director here that actually takes over, usually one night every month, and hosts a classic, just all night long movie marathon. Um, it's a uh, time warp drive-in. If you, oh my gosh, actually I did a cover of that on um, the deep, digging deeper, but oh, I love the drive-in. That's like the
0: in Middle Tennessee here, we have two really great ones. <laughs> I one, are you okay? All right, yeah. Are you going to live? Do we need to get you married? COVID? Yeah, wrong
3: type. No, I've already had COVID.
0: <laughs> um, we have two great drive-in movie theaters here in Middle Tennessee. The Stardust movie theater, uh, Stardust drive-in in Watertown, and the um, Franklin drive-in in Franklin, Kentucky which is right across the border, but the Stardust Movie Theater, it is so old and run down, it's epic. You know, it's it's old school, right? And But they've got high-tech projectors, and they've got the best concession stand on the planet. Because that's half of the fun of the drive-in, right, is the concession stand. No, the that's, concession more that's more
1: than half. That's more than half.
0: And this place... The Stardust uh, drive in, they serve Philly cheesesteaks and Rubens, wow. homemade, handmade, right there. And it's the best Reuben I've ever had.
3: Hmm. You know, there's another drive in in Hickman County, the Pink Cadillac. Don't forget about I that one. I did
0: not know that. Where is Hickman County? Is that down by UD?
3: Yeah, it's past
0: Fairview. Yeah. In the hinterlands. <laughs> Way
3: out yonder.
0: So Close you know what, interval. back of the cereal box, we need to plan some drive-in movie theater road tips. I'm down. We, we need to visit some of these and, and, and like do commentary on them. Let's do it.
1: That's an incredible idea.
0: <laughs> All right, so um, let's take a couple of viewer comments. Let's see what we got here. Um, Eli Cash has been watching. And he says, my take about the Loch Ness Ocean being undiscovered. Rogue water underwater time rifts allow prehistoric dinosaurs to swim through. That's a good theory. I, I like that theory.
3: You know what? I just want to give a big shout out to Eli. He's been a fan of ours for like a really long time. And how you doing, buddy?
0: <laughs> Eli says he's in to go on a... Uh, Drive-in theater road trip. I know a whole crew that'll go. So uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna plan this. I'm gonna plan this. So um, we're almost out of time, guys. Can you believe it? Um, I was gonna talk about Mandalorian chapter fifteen real briefly. Did, have you guys been watching the Mandalorian? Mm-hmm. Did, did you like the episode this week? Oh yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, it was good, but I I felt like it wasn't as exciting as I wanted it to be because I I expected a few things to happen that didn't, but you know it was still good.
0: Well, he kind of put together his Star Wars Avengers team, didn't he? It,
2: minus Ahsoka, I think she would have been the the but better addition.
0: The finale is next Friday. Um, for me, this episode felt a lot like filler.
2: Yeah.
3: Kind it was okay, of.
0: but it didn't blow me away. D, what about you? You guys are, have been watching The Mandalorian as a family.
3: I was so excited to see his face. He's so handsome.
0: <laughs> doesn't, hey, DL, doesn't he look just like um, uh, uh, a Fillion, Nathan Fillion?
1: Yeah. Actually, he does look a lot like him. Yeah.
0: Who who were you thinking he looked like?
1: Dave from Game of Thrones.
0: I'm just kidding. No, I know that true. Okay. Yeah, I uh, when yes. I see him, I'm like, "That's that's Captain Mao." But um, yeah, you know, I I don't know how I feel about that. Spoiler alert: He takes off his helmet and shows his face. Um, I didn't know how. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I feel like he's kind of betrayed his compass a little bit. I know you got to do what you got to do sometimes. Yeah, done, I mean, but
3: I was gonna I don't say feel like it. you did. It's for the love of the
2: child, exactly.
0: Now I will say that last frame of Moth Gideon's face—I <laughs> saw absolute terror on his face. I don't think this guy has ever been afraid of anything, and all of a sudden, he's got an angry father coming to get his kid. Right. Mm-hmm. Looked scared to me. What do? You, what did you guys think?
1: Oh, definitely. He's thinking he's going to have to go back to selling meth and making chicken. <laughs> um,
2: I thought I did like that part. um, I didn't know if he like. I wasn't expecting him to send him a message like that. So I did like that. He deserves yeah. to be in fear.
0: Well, it's it's the same message that Moth Gideon gave on the second to last episode of season one. Mm-hmm. You have something I want. And I, I just it was that was a nice callback. Nice echo. Um, I can't wait to see the finale because um, I know they're gonna pull out all the stops and they're gonna leave us on a huge cliffhanger. Now, one of the things that you guys might want to go back and watch is the uh, show from last night uh, because we talked about two shows that are spinning off of The Mandalorian. They did announce an Ahsoka series uh, and a series called uh, Rangers of the New Republic, which is a series that will be led by Cara Dune. It's a, you know, a marshal team, kind of like uh, U.S. Marshals of the New Republic kind of thing. So this season, this season finale will kind of set the stage for all of that.
2: So maybe your prediction that maybe she gets killed off is not true.
0: It is not true. It is not going to happen because she's going to be helming her own series.
2: Yeah, that makes me happy. <laughs>
0: yeah. I like and, her. And I am totally in love with Cara Dune. Agreed. Absolutely. All right, ladies. So we are at the end of our hour. Any last thoughts? DL, make sure you send me all. uh, Well, I'm going to post all the links. But um, if you can uh, send me anything specific, that would be great. And I will make sure to uh, get the the artwork up on our Instagram page and our Facebook pages. So we have loved having you. And I hope you'll come back. I will definitely. Hint, hint. <laughs> you make a great addition to this motley crew. You make it less motley. <laughs> well,
2: yeah. Okay. She's a little more awake than I was today, so it was definitely probably nice <laughs> balance there. <laughs>
0: no, I will say this: we got a letter about Aubrey. Ooh. Yeah, we got <laughs> we, we got a, a, a an email from uh, someone who said Aubrey. Is absolutely adorable. Will you give her I'm my number? Blush.
2: Say a mail. Oh.
0: You're, you're going to you're,
2: blush. You're, you you have yeah, to do this on <laughs> hey,
0: You're You're going to be the sweetheart of the internet. I can tell. Maybe. So, <laughs> Aubrey, I have an assignment for you for our next episode. Oh Lord, okay. I want you to talk about cyberpunk and all of the issues that they've been having, not today because we're out of time, but next Saturday. and um, I definitely fact, can
2: find that out because I didn't pre-order it for that reason. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So we'll talk about that next week. along with our top five Christmas movies and uh, DbarRT, you got anything else? Not a thing. DL, anything else? I'm good, Not a thing. Um, and Eli Cash says, Oh, he says to you, Aubrey, that wasn't me. Do you know what you're talking about? I know what I'm talking I about. I don't Eli. know
2: what you're talking about. Yeah, to know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, I didn't say it was you, Eli, but I'll be happy to give Aubrey your number if, if you want me to. <laughs>
1: That's drawing a lot of suspicion. You know, guilty dog. <laughs> <working> <laughs>
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. If you uh, like the show, uh, support the show with uh, a donation at PayPal at JohnPica at JohnPica.com. That helps us make it better for you. And um, if you hated the show, this is the Dice Tower. Um, and uh, make sure you tell two or 300 of your closest friends and family to come share <laughs> the fun. And until the next time, d We'll catch, catch on, the flip the, side. on the flip side. Have a great Bye. weekend. Bye.